Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for another amazing interview, courtesy of Variety Vibes Radio. I'm Frankie of Frank Money Talk. And boy, do we have a special guest for you today. Talking longevity, talking reach, social credibility, street credibility, all wrapped up into one. He's got the diversity of mindset, diversity of music, and we're just going to jive for a little bit. So please help me welcome Mr. Skip Flanagan, everybody. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Big money, Frank. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for taking the time, man. And and I, I got to hand it to you, you know, technology these days, it's crazy. We've been using it oh, for yeah. years oh, yeah. since the pandemic started, and yet it never quite goes right, does it? Nothing never goes right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I always tell my workers, you know what I'm saying? When stuff happens, I ask them, I say, what's your name? And they'll tell me their name. And I say, "You're not your name not Jesus, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I say, Jesus the only one that's perfect. But, uh, you know, it's just like, like anything you do in life. And me and a friend had a long conversation this morning. You know, when you're looking for things to be too perfect, man, it never, mm-hmm. you know, turns out right. You just got to be spontaneous and take everything, you know, like a grain of salt, man. Just keep it moving. See, that's that's what I'm talking about right off the bat. So, yes, sir. But yeah, I, I really appreciate you saying that because so many people, and and I don't want to say amateurs because I don't want it to come off unkind, but so many people think, oh, I'm just gonna make a put up a YouTube video and I'm gonna be famous, <laughs> or I'm right. just gonna do this one thing or, or that one, you know, this other thing, and and I'm gonna get rich and it's just gonna be right. perfect. Uh, you know, if 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 things are not going right, that's almost a sign like you're on the right track. Right. Because there, right. there is a barrier to entry with anything. There are gatekeepers. Uh, there are things that just are going to go wrong. Right. But you're saying that that's just, that's just Tuesday, right? Yeah, that's, that's every day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I, my book, uh, now you're going into my book. You know, I have a book uh-huh. called Your Only Choice is Become Rich. And, yep. uh, in that book, I talk about how you have to have a job to get the job. Hmm. But uh, while you're working that job, that job will finance the dream, but God will reward you with destiny. And uh, that's basically what that is. You know, uh, even in the music business, you know, that's my whole goal. And if people listen to the songs and listen to the words, they'll really understand what I'm saying uh, when I talk about a lot of different things. I think, you know, I actually had a conversation with a, a manager last night, she was talking about them. Everything that she talked about was about money, you know, and that's how we've gotten as a society to think that, you know, your only worth is if you got a bunch of money, you know, mm. so nobody wants to go through the, the, the progressions, you know, nobody wants to go to the uh, pre, pre, uh, like uh, pre, pre, uh, preschool, uh, you know, training camp. <laughs> and then go to the regular games, then go to the Super Bowl. Everybody wants to be in the Super Bowl. You know, it's just like with rappers, you know, they want to be rich. And I tell everybody, you know, being rich is a process. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't, yeah. you know, how are you rich? If you're a rapper, you know, that's why I, I tell people, don't, don't even call me a rapper. I'm a musician. You know, I'm an entrepreneur that loves music because it's been a facade that you have to be rich to do everything in life. And I think a lot of people, you know, end up stressed out about to kill themselves because they don't want to go through all the progressions, you know, wow. uh, especially with with anything that you do, you know, even with podcasting, with radio, you know, everything requires work. You know, you got to go into the little leagues, you go, you go to the minors before you go to the pros, but everybody assumes that 
you know, you're going to be in the pros. So you just got to go through your progressions with everything in life. And that's what I want to do with my legacy. I want to teach people that it's okay to, to, to be someone that makes mistakes. You know, and that's why a lot of times I put a lot of music out. It's not perfect, but I just do it because I love it. And I don't care what people think. I want to, you know, change, you know, you don't, you don't have to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be God, you know what I'm saying? To do a lot of things in life. And I think the kids need to see that, you know, that it's okay mm -hmm. to have a career. It's okay to have a job that finances your entertainment dream, you know, and it's something that I don't, I think hasn't been done before, you know, but I want my legacy to represent somebody that showed the kids that it's okay to, to be a musician, but destiny is not something that, that you can ascertain. It's something that God has to reward you with. You know, you might start off being a cook, you know what I'm saying? And end up being the president, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, you know, that's how I move. You know, I, I wanted to be a great basketball player. I got real close to going pro. You know, I thought that was the route. Then I ventured off into book writing and movies. And when I got to California, I had a rude awakening. You know, they wanted me to, to write a script, uh, a script with a man in a dress or a slave movie. And I was like, I don't write those kind of movies. So I ended up homeless up there. You know what I'm saying? So I came back home. I was like, man, I got a great business. So I ended up, you know, pushing my lawn service, ended up making a bunch of money on, on lawns. And then I was like, cool, I started loving my business. So I really didn't want to do music for a long time because of what I saw in music. And I saw how music was used to impression the generations of kids in a negative way. So I didn't want to be part of that phase of music. So I just kind of sit back and, you know, just left it alone for a long time. But uh, when I met my wife, you know, I, I, was, I just started liking it again because I could relax you know, I start buying equipment again. You know what I'm saying? I just got back into it, you know, and I'm enjoying it even more right now. So it's a bigger challenge right now because, you know, even when I started, I was I was on the block. It's hot. Shout out to the block. It's hot. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the block. It's hot, man. Them some good people over there. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I went in there, you know, I was just in there because I, actually I got on Clubhouse by, you know, watching WAC 100, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I used to listen to slow music. Every morning when mm -hmm. my workers show up, I put the box on and we'll listen to slow music. <laughs> so I go to YouTube, but every time they had a notification, WAC 100, WAC 100, I'm like, man, what is going on in here, man? So <laughs> I clicked on and went into his clubhouse and all these guys in there talking crazy. It was just, man, why you got on that white t-shirt? And, uh, I say, man, I'm old school. I got a white T-shirt. I don't need to be all in nothing, man. I say, if you're real, yeah. you can wear what you want to wear. You know what I'm saying? So I played the old song. They were like, that's, that song is way from back here. I say, but well, it's still good music. So mm -hmm. that's what made me start doing new music, you know, and, it, and it's turning out real good. But you know, what I've noticed, and back then I told them, I was like, I noticed when I listened to the music that everybody was playing what they were listening for. They were listening for the iTunes. I mean, the the uh, what you call it? The uh, what uh, auto tunes. They mm -hmm. were listening for the auto tunes and the fast rapping, and they had really gotten to a point where everybody just wanted to hear one thing. They wouldn't listen to music to to actually appreciate it or buy this art. They just wanted to hear something. You know, I call it clickbait mm -hmm. music. 
I just wanted yep. to hear something that I could just hear and get a vibration from right then. But it was nothing that was long, you know, that was going just that was going to listen to over and over again. So I saw an avenue where I could kind of get in. And you know, even I told him back then, I said I want to make it where the older rappers come back out and start bringing out their mics, you know, doing music. And that's ironic that the Grammys did the exact same thing that I was talking about. See, now people see that those rappers were really good. And so I want to be a part of that movement, you know, where, where kids understand that everybody can do music. It's, it's not that serious. You know, when you go into a label, you know, you go in there thinking they supposed to make you rich and, you know, put you on their back, you know, that's not how it used to be. You know, it used to be where if you didn't know, if you couldn't do a show, you know, a lot of, a lot of labels wouldn't sign you because that's how the labels made them money through right. albums. And the artists used to go out and he get all his show. And I was talking to the manager last night, she was, my artists get 30%. I said, well, who, who else is going to make money? He, he's getting 30%. Because I'm a businessman too. I'm like, nah, he'll never be on one of my tracks because he's, he's, he's going to try to get all the money. So I think, I think as a as the record company, the record people, music execs, everybody needs to have a sit down and just kind of talk and go back mm. to the basics. You know what I'm saying? The, the music execs stop doing the promotions, the organic promotions with the posters and the billboards, giving them a marketing <laughs> budget. They just went with strictly beef. Everybody was saying, okay, if he's beefing, okay, we need to sign him because he has an audience because of negativity. So now we're knee-deep in a society that rewards negativity. You know, and even when you're doing interviews with radio and everything, nobody wants to interview nobody that, you know, that's saying something positive. Everybody wants to. First thing mm -hmm. they ask you, what what do you think about what what's the name said about you? Uh, you know, how are you and this such person doing knowing that they're not on good terms anymore? So I believe that we have to go back to what you're doing right now. Okay, Skip, can mm -hmm. I interview you? You know, mutual friends. Hey, man, tell me about your music. Let me play some of your music and go back to that. You know what I'm saying? Instead of letting negativity be the driving force with you being relevant. You know, so that's where I'm at. I'm trying Ooh. to change all the stereotypes. Man, so <laughs> I want to encourage anybody watching this to go back and watch it again, especially that that last bit. If you want to know why Skip Flanagan is world class, just just watch that last few minutes, and, and you're gonna know. You're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel the authenticity come through, the positivity. He means what he says, right? Most definitely. And and, and I really want people. There's so much that you said because. You know, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a part of the music, but I don't wear any, I don't have any jewelry on. There's no chain, you know, I don't, I don't walk around, you know, I'm in the San Francisco Bay area. I know exactly what you're talking about with California. I love it all over. I love it. And yeah. And, and just like you said, you know, just like the news, the news is not putting the happy go lucky stories on there. They need to grab your attention. And so now what does everybody else do? They get on social media and they're trying to grab your attention. And right. the the drama is what gets everybody's ear because we're just right. we're 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 humans that have evolved over time based on survival and keeping our ear to the ground for something bad that might happen, and so right. the media and the news has found a way to capitalize on that and make you right. pay attention. And then so what do you do? You you monkey see monkey do. You know I don't know exactly. that's the best 
that's not the best way to say it, but but I think you know yeah. you get you, that's I the think best you know way. the spirit that's of what I'm saying. Way. So so what yeah. do we do? We go out and but if you think about it, you know, I, I, again, I, I work out of a studio in Oakland, California, right. and look at a map, look at history. If you look at the, at the map of California, where going all the way back to like where the missions were and where religion came, started filtrating through, right. look at where the freeways are on a map. Look right. at what neighborhoods it cut through. Look where the walls are, the railroad tracks. That created the the neighborhoods, which we now call the hoods. Right. And, and redlining was a legal way that if you were a minority, a person of color, you couldn't buy a house in certain neighborhoods. Right. And yet we're fighting each other over you're in that neighborhood two miles away and I'm in this neighborhood. But right. who created that problem? And now we've right. created the problem within a cage that someone right. else put us in. Right. We were not, you know, you, you spoke of, of Jesus and God. We were not enemies since since all those hundreds of years ago or thousands of years right. ago. We are not cavemen right. anymore. No, but we're allowing someone else to dictate our quality of life. Right. See, the thing Man. is, I'm glad you said that. See, that's my thing. You know, I was actually um, talking to somebody the other day, and I think we were talking. I wonder what we were talking about. I want to say uh, the HBCU situation, mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. were saying that Deion Sanders. Uh, was responsible for the HBCUs getting a whole lot of notoriety. But I was like, you know, Jerry Rice played for Mississippi Valley. You know, Lindsey Hunter played for Jackson State. You know, I said it's a whole bunch of uh, NFL athletes. Well, that was back then. So mm. what I got out of what he was saying, I was like, so what are you saying? You're saying that the past is not relevant <laughs> to the present. You know what I'm saying? So it just showed me how shallow – a lot of people are, and that's just like what you're saying about Jesus, you know. You know, everything is two-sided in life, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I don't care what you do, right or wrong, good or bad. You know, we start the show, we end the show, you know what I'm saying? So everything is two-sided. But what what a lot of people did, and especially America, you know, when you, when you get into a situation where you have to make a decision, am I going to trust God mm. or I'm going to trust man? You know, and your whole life experience is one where you're trying, God is trying to see exactly what it is that you can't control that you're going to double cross him behind. Whether it's money, whether it's a female, <laughs> whether mm. it's fame, he want to know what it is you can't control that you're going to double cross him behind. So the United States made a decision a long time ago. And this is why we're in the predicament that we're in right now. You know, drugs, you can either. Stop the drugs and the money or take the money and just say, forget everything. You know, it's just like the situation we got right now with China. You know, the United States, we wasn't a great country because of our money. We mm -hmm. was a great country because we were a Christian nation and we also were able to go and, and practice diplomacy when we saw somebody else going through something. We had allies like American uh uh, nations, uh, the United Nations and all that type of stuff. So we had people that we can go and talk to and say, hey, man, we're going to come over there. We're not going to let you mistreat those people. But when mm -hmm. we made the decision where we were going to go ahead and do like everybody else, that made us different. That made us where we didn't have any value because we didn't have gold. We didn't have oil. But we stood for something. We stood for integrity. We had integrity. We had more. The same thing with the music and the same thing. Everything happened at the same time. You know, instead of 
you know, having a budget to go out here and put out the postcards, the posters. Mm-hmm. They said, no, we'd rather go sign the drug dealers up because the drug dealers got the money and we'll let they got the money, so we'll let them promote the music. So mm-hmm. nothing was spiritually based anymore. Everything was about money. You know what I'm saying? So an unbalanced ship will tilt over and fall every time. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so if you don't have both sides, you know, and that's what we do when we live this life, we got to have both sides. We got to be balanced individuals. We got to have God, but at the same time, we got the other side. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. every every second of your life, you you getting the instruction from somebody. You know, you're going to either get mm-hmm. them from God or you're going to get them from the devil. A lot of people let the devil get into their ears and they start doing stuff. So with me, you know, I took off from music for a long time and, and, and stopped writing books, everything, because I didn't want to be part of the teardown. But I knew there was some tenets of being a Christian that I faith was part of being a Christian. Believing in God was part of being a Christian. So even though I was working and my business was doing well, I was willing to let music and everything go because I felt like it wasn't a God. But God bought it all the way around, you know, and brought it right back to me and said, hey, Skip, I appreciate you for standing for me. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to let that dream be something that you'll be able to enjoy. You see what I'm saying? So when I look at everything, when I look at the world and when I look at life, I say to myself, I say, Skip, you've got to be the one. Sometimes, even though these record execs got people running them, it's just like working. You may be some, a good doctor, but you're not a, a, a someone that can run a hospital. Right. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you may you may can cut trees, but you can't run a tree business. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these people that are running these business may not be qualified, and they don't know that they're not qualified. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. So somebody got to go tell them, hey, man, look, you've been doing this the wrong way. You know, and if you rattle them, you rattle them. But you drop and you move. You don't have to stay there for a long time so they can go get their gun. You got to run. You got to leave. Hey, man, you ain't, bye. You know, take off running. But uh, somebody has to be the person to bring all the people together. You know what mm. I'm saying? Somebody somebody has to say, hey, you know, I want to be that person that's different. You know, when I look at everything, you know, everything that I do is controversial, you know, because it's not a black thing. <laughs> it's not a mm. white thing. It's not a Hispanic thing. It's not an Asian thing. It's a people thing and it's an American thing, you know, and to a lot of people that just doesn't sound right. For somebody to want to bring everybody together, you know, it sounds it sounds crazy. You know what I'm saying? It sounds mm-hmm. like it's impossible, you know. But God put something like that in my hands. He put it in my hands. You know what I'm saying? He didn't put it. In, you know, it's just like I have a book called "I Dream Me a Legend." Mm-hmm. And in that book, I talk about how I dreamed myself one day at a major event in a suit, where I'm talking to a crowd and I invite all my customers to the you know, and I give them a bunch of money depending on all the people that were loyal in my life. You know, I've always dreamed, always, you know, when I played basketball, I used to dream of that day when I could be at the game, and the game online, and I make the last win to win the shot. <laughs> you know, just like I dream about being at the Grammys, you know, and coordinating the event, 
you know, just like I used to dream about having that record label, you know, on my, my on my album, major record label, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've always been a dreamer, but one thing about me dreaming is not now one of them that I've dreamed that haven't came true yet. Wow. Know? So anything that I say or do, I believe I can make it come true. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of times, a lot of people, you know, get mad when I say certain things because they don't come true. But that's part of me being a businessman, you know. And I learned a lot from being a businessman that, you know, you can't control when you're dealing with actual people. You know, you can put a date out there and you can say this is going to come true this date. But when you're dealing with actual people and actual money, you don't know if something might happen. Just like tonight. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We said 7.30, but guess what? Man, all kind of stuff was going on. Right. Nobody, nobody will ever know what happened for us to get to this point right here. You understand? Behind the scenes, what we were doing behind the scenes, me, you, and Greg. <laughs> nobody, nobody's going to ever see all that scrambling and everything that was going on. All they're going to see is what was in between these 21 minutes or however this long, however last, however this last, this, this last. So, you know, when I look at life, you know, I just, you know, my whole thing is when I live this life and when I expire, the totality of my legacy, I want to say, hey, Skip was the type of person. Hey, man, he lived his dreams and he wanted everybody to be together. You know, when you 100 years down the line, they're going to say Skip stood for everybody, not just one person, not just one race, but Skip stood for everybody. And, you know, he was he was similar to because I'm like a fruit inspector, man. I take a little bit from this guy here, a little bit from Martin, a little bit from Kennedy. You understand? A little bit from Malcolm, a little bit from Sam Cooke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, to make me who I am. You know what I'm saying? I take all that good traits. Jesus, a little bit of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I take all, you know, a lot of people don't try and be live positive. You know, people go out and intentionally try to be gangsters all their life. They try to intentionally be John Gotti and all the gangsters. You know, they that's that's their intent when they wake up in the morning. I want to be known for being somebody negative. I intentionally go out every day and want to be known for being somebody positive. <laughs> you know <what> so <laughs> Wow. That's so- that's powerful. Yeah, I and the reality is the conversation, the quality of the conversation we're having now is because we were patient and we decided, hey, we're going to get this conversation going. It's unscripted. Whatever we discuss is what we're going to discuss. Right. And that's why we're able to have this conversation because of the challenges that we had, you know, an hour exactly. or two hours ago of even exactly. being able to get on here. I, it goes further than that. It goes <laughs> back to uh, when we on Instagram. You know, yep. you know, this is a classic moment, big money Frank, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I love because you're out there supporting everybody, right? Oh, yeah. And you're engaging oh, yeah. with people. And so oh, it doesn't yeah. surprise me that you have such a strong following uh, on Instagram oh, yeah. and that you get the the kind of love that you get oh, because yeah. you are, are doing that for others. And so I want to show this is how people can get a hold of you. And then we're, we'll go to the YouTube and the book and all that. But I mean, this is not a, you know, this is not a, this is your Instagram. This is all right. the content that you're putting out. 
the beats, the clothing, the quotes, oh, you yeah. know, the, the lessons learned, some of the coaching, oh, yeah. it's all there. And then if we go to your book, all we got to do is Google your name and all this right. stuff comes up. Right. You know, this is not like uh, we got to do a whole bunch of searching around to find out <laughs> who is Skip Flanagan. You're, you're putting it out there. You're saying this is who I am. Oh, yeah. And, and here's oh, yeah. here's one of the books that you mentioned. And, you know, people can go back and, and, and read the bio and all that. Uh, but just like you're saying here, you know, getting back to the basics and being willing to come to the table and have a conversation and right. be willing to be uncomfortable about what you might hear because it might rub you the wrong way. Right. And see, you're saying, let's let's do it anyway. Exactly. And see, that's the whole thing. You know, I used to always uh, say, you know, one of these days I'm going to be relevant enough to have a conversation. You know, that was the dream. That was the intent to one day be relevant enough where people could listen to what I had to say. And, and that that makes and, and what I say makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But and it's just like, you know. I mean, the last three years of my, of my life, they've been so hard, you know, because mm -hmm. everything that I wanted to do, it's like you see it just slipping away and you see it right there, but the devil always is pushing at you, pushing at you, hitting you, and you have it right there. And so a lot of people wasn't believing, you know, people mm -hmm. didn't always believe in me, man, I'm telling you. But I get a lot, a lot of love. I'm not going to say that because I get a lot, a lot of love everywhere I go. I'm telling you, in Houston, I get I get a lot of love. All around the world, I get a lot of love. So, but they don't get to see, like, like I say, the backside of it when I'm out here struggling, when I'm trying to make push this business that, that I've been having all these years, you know. But my grandson, you know, the beautiful thing about it <clears throat> is I get to live a whole life and get to show people, you know, what it what it feels like to live a whole life. My mm. niece came up to the gas station the other day when I got ready, when I go to work, you know, that's where I pick my guys up. And she said, uh, uh, what's going on? I say, how you doing, niece? She said, uh, you know, I, I, I work in the hood, but, you know, they they think I'm a hood because I work in the hood. I say, no, you're not, you know, just because you had a humble upbringing, you know, that don't mean mm. that you have to be like that. You got, I said, I took a class called creative management. You got to be creative. You got to adapt to different people. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't want to accept you for being that guy. Even though I grew up in the neighborhood, I don't have any felonies, you know. I, mm -hmm. I, I done beat up some thugs. I done shot at a couple, you know. But, you know, I'm not that guy. You know, I'm not that guy that promotes a whole bunch of negativity. And people know that. But I be right there with them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, what a, what a lot of people don't understand, like I told her, I said, in life, you're you going to either have scrambled eggs or hot wings and rotisserie chicken. Hmm. I say, when well, you got an egg, I say, that egg, if you bust that egg open too soon, you don't have scrambled egg. <laughs> I say, but if you let that chicken grow, he going to grow big. And then, like, when we was old, my grandmother used to wring his neck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the old school, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The body still be flying. It be flying. Yep. Plucking so the feathers say, and all that. Yeah, I say you gonna have rotisserie chicken. Mm -hmm. You gonna have hot wings. <laughs> you can have a six piece, or you can have some of my barbecue. You, it's either one if you let it grow. So I say that to say your whole goal is to get to that point where you can look back and say, "Hey, man, I did well." And when I look at my grandson, man, my grandson had me laughing so much last week. 
I went and watched him play, man. The guy's so animated, man. He's just sitting up there breathing at the free throw line like he mm -hmm. Michael Jordan or somebody. He's six, <laughs> And, and, you know, it's amazing because I played basketball for TSU, and now he plays for the little school TSU. You know, I love the Oakland Raiders. He plays mm -hmm. for the Raiders. And, you know, all of that is like God to me. And I'm looking, I'm like, man, this is amazing. He don't know why I'm just looking at him. I'm like, man, this is, this is what God rewards you with for living a good life. See, wow. and you and you plant those seeds in your kids and generations and generations down the line. You know, my granddad was a great man. My dad was a great man. So it's no way my grandmother, you know, I'm, I've been blessed uh, in a way that I didn't have to look far for my role models. You know what I'm saying? Rodney Hampton, my cousin, you know what I'm saying? So he played for the New York Giants, uh -huh. you know? So, you know, I got a lot of good things that I can say, hey, this is this is who I am and this is who we are. So when my dad, when I talk, when I think about my dad, you know, I, I used to get my, my daughters, when I used to act up, I used to give them a doll. I used to get a doll and I used to take it and I used to give it to them. And I say, now how would you want this doll to turn out? I say, look how you acting. I say, would you want this doll? If this was your kid, how would you want him to turn out? Good daddy. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but I use those things to teach them, you know, and they good kids, man. My my daughter was talking so crazy to me one day, but I couldn't do nothing but accept it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't do nothing but give me inspiration. I made my own money. I got it out the out the mud. I say, man, you better you that was grass money. Yeah. You got but you know. She's successful, but they don't remember the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. But I could only smile because she don't she don't ask nobody for nothing. You know, they don't ask nobody for nothing. And that's a blessing. You know, when you can say, hey, I live this here way. So they duplicated what I did. And that's what you want your kids to do. You want people to duplicate what you do. You want people to duplicate your energies. And that's why I migrated to you. I say big money, Frank. That's the type of dude I I kick it with you feel me yeah <laughs> so you know i respect good people bro you know and i tell people all the time my legacy ain't for everybody you mm. understand what i'm saying it's just like when i sign with a label i'm gonna sign with a label that's that's just you know because i believe that in, in partnerships you know right. a Love lot them. of people yeah you know you can either be in the little leagues or the big leagues you know but when i choose that partner I gotta vet those people, you know. Mm. I'm not a, I'm not a little boy, so you can't come to me like a little boy. You gotta come to me like a man, you know what I'm saying? And I'm only gonna sign with one label. I'm not gonna sign with a bunch because I I run a business. I run the green spot. So if somebody comes and works for me, I plan on them staying with me forever. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I wouldn't want you to work for me and then go to this other company and and build them up after I done built you up. You know, it's just my mentality when it comes to business, my be being a businessman. So I watch these companies. I, I listen to a lot of stuff they say, you know, but at the same time, I look at your track record. I look at what you promote. You know, you got a lot of people that are desperate. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just that. Per I'm not a person where I just have to have a bunch of money. 
but I like people to be fair with me. You know, I don't like to have to worry about if I still got my business, which my business is a great business, Fortune Five Five Star Business. I plan on it being one of the biggest businesses ever. You know, I got products, uh, dynamite fertilizer. I want it in Home Depot. I want Green Spot products in Home Depot. Skip planning and apparel. You know, I got cologne, George Jones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything that I do, I want to be a movie director, movie hood law. You know, I want to create content for Netflix. So when you add the people that you want in your life or the companies that you want to be affiliated with, you don't want to have to worry about the money. Mm. You understand? When you when you when you solidify one deal, you're supposed to say, hey man, that's done. You know, I'm through with that. This is what we agreed on. This is what we're rocking with. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to worry about that. When the check comes in the mail, I need to see my check. The numbers need to be what, it, what we said. You understand what I'm saying? So, right. so I don't want a company that's so desperate where they just got to do anything to get the money. You relying on me going out here killing somebody. You, I got to do this. No, 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 no. We going to do this because we're doing good business. And you respect me because I'm a good businessman. And you know I know how to put, put stuff together. I put my music together. I can put other artists together eventually. But I'm not going to do that right now because a lot of these artists don't understand business. So mm -hmm. I, you go from having a somebody on your album that's supposed to be a friend to somebody that just became an enemy because of the climate. You see what I'm saying? He'll be on right. live TV or something talking about you didn't pay him or something like that. But once I get to where I want to go, which I did a great job with Hustle 5 and Hustle 6, then I can be more creative as a producer. You know, when I'm sitting down, I'm saying, okay, I like this here beat right here. I want to feature Ron Osley on here. <laughs> I want to feature Kim on this one right here. You understand what I'm saying? I want right. to bring this Jamaican guy. I'm feeling Jamaican today. You understand what I'm saying? So my creativity as a producer is just beginning. I did what I had to do to get in the door, but when you got a bigger budget, you do bigger things. You see what I'm saying? And you do extreme things. You know, nobody's going to outproduce me. Trust me. I did everything I did with my budget. But when I mm -hmm. get to sitting down and creating with, with other artists and seeing what I can put together, with some extreme talent, nah. But I didn't do that right now because that's money. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You gotta pay these these people. They not looking at it like I look at it. I look at it like it's art. You know, when I when I do music, I got a lot of people that I admire music that I would love to do music with. But you know what stands in the way of that money? He looking for money. He you know he might not like me. So. Mm. I'll find that out later as well. And I, I watch some artists, you know, too. I'm looking at a couple of artists, but I don't I don't say nothing. You know, I just look. You know, when, when the time comes, you know, when the bags start getting bigger. <laughs> and they'll, they'll tell on themselves, right? <laughs> yeah, and just like with this radio station, you know, when the bags get bigger, mm -hmm. we get bigger, you mm -hmm. know what <laughs> I'm saying? So, you know, that's how I am, you know. I'm into building relationships with people. You know, that's my thing. You know, I, I if I talk to somebody, if I'm friends with you, man, the only way that we ever fall out, if we fall out, 
because I'm not the type of person to ever give you a reason to fall out with me. You know what I'm mm. saying? I'm not going to do nothing for you to fall out with me. So we should be friends forever. But if you fall out with me because of whatever reason, I, I'm like, man, I, I'm i not even that type. Man, what is what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's just how I am. But I got dreams of being a legal billionaire with everything mm -hmm. that I, I know how to do. You know, with the books. My book's a bestseller. You know, I got a kid's book. You know, I love writing books, you know, with the movies. I, I just want to be so creative with the movies. You know, I want to go back to, to to where people can look at a whole movie, man, and just see all the scenes. You know, I love animation. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm looking forward to my opportunity to do the things that are in my mind. You know, that's my whole dream. You know, it's the whole whole thing. Everybody had that chance to do what they do. I want my opportunity to say, hey, Put my print on history you know this is this is what skip did you know what i'm saying these type of mm -hmm. movies that he did but all his movies were to bring the people back together you know to 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 be still be a little gangster in there, but you know with with some finesse you know that's that's what i'm trying to do you know i want to reach the kids because i used to teach school so i would never do anything with those kids and be like skip man skip that ain't really skip how can you teach us and then you come out here and you talking about killing everybody and, and that, that that don't sound right. You know, so and a lot of kids that I taught, they real successful, you know, so I would never do anything to, you know, make them feel like, you know, hey, <clears throat> I'm being a hypocrite or something like that. The same thing, just like today, you know, I was uh, putting up a fence, we was putting up two fences and, uh, had this old, old, old white guy came out and he was like, uh, I don't want you to put up my fist. Uh, they talking about 6,500. <laughs> like, like he old school, you know, I dealt with people like him before. And that's the beautiful thing about me being in business 30 years, but I get to deal with everybody. So a lot of people looked at him and said he was racist, but I said, nah, he just old grouchy old man. Let's mm -hmm. see what he talking about. So after a while, he see us putting the fence up. He can't, can I talk to you for a second? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. How much you'll charge me to put these holes in the ground right here? Mm -hmm. He say, well, sir, how much you pay? I'll give you a hundred. I said, no, man, that's too cheap. He said, 150. I said, let's do it. He said, I'm going to go get the pole. He go get the pole. So he keep coming back. And I couldn't even work. He want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so he come back well skip you pretty nice guy i say you pretty nice too but you're hell to do i say we good mr john i say we we cool he say but uh these guys been trying to charge me 6500 i said oh yeah so he said come here. i need you to come get this semen out my trunk yes sir so uh you gonna get it by yourself yes i'm gonna get it by myself mr john that's what i do for a living I go, he raised the garage up. He got a Lexus in the garage. <laughs> I say, see, that's why they charge you 6500 Mr. Joe. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I worked my whole life to get this car. I say, yeah, but that's a Lexus. You know, but, but you know, it's like he was proud of his accomplishments. There's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that. And I think a lot of people think that, you know, everything has to be about color. They think just because he's white, he may be racist. 
You know, he's just a proud individual that's proud of what he worked for and got in life. And so those are the type of things that I want to share that I know about playing basketball in Oregon, stuff like that, that I want to say, hey, man, look, man, a lot of times y'all get this stuff wrong. You know what I'm saying? Let me show you. Let me explain some of my experiences where you understand that everything is not a racist situation. You understand what I'm saying? Everything. I'm, I deal with so many different people, man. I've learned over the years so much, you know, by just dealing with people. You know, and that's why I want to be that guy to bring everybody together. You know, I want to be responsible for the One Million America March where everybody comes there for a whole week and we focus on careers. You know, everybody, whatever your career is, if you're a doctor, come as a doctor. If you're, if you're a lawyer, come as a lawyer, you know. If you're a scientist, come as a scientist. We just, that's American culture. You know, you, you're able to chase your dreams in America. And America just has to fulfill that promise. If you get out here and you work every day and you're a school teacher, you might say, tomorrow, I, I think I, it's my turn. I'd have saved up enough money. I want to go out here and I want to start a business. Let's do it. That's, that's the beautiful thing about being in America. It, it, it doesn't matter what time it is. It's never an expiration date on your dreams. Mm. You can jump out there anytime you want. Try, fail, go back. You get broke, guess what? You got to go clock back in. <laughs> Save some more money. Well, there's always going to be a job out there, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to get a job. But see, that's the whole thing with these rappers. It's like when they was uh, making fun of Jaheen. You know, it's okay to do entertainment, but sometimes... You got to have that job. You still got real bills. You know what I'm saying? But everybody makes it seem like you're not supposed to have a job. You know, you're just supposed to automatically be rich. You know, and that's not, that's not what I'm trying to promote. You know, I, I, I took years building this business, but this business then got to a point where it can finance anything that I want. Mm. So it's okay to work. You know, it's okay to be that guy that's dirty six days a week and balling the other, other day, the seventh day. You know, you don't ball every day. You know, it's just like a horse. You know, when you, when the horse wins the triple crown, he's he not racing in every race. You know, he only choosing a few races he's going to race in, and he got to win the races to win the triple crown. You know, you can't be in everything. You can't do everything. You got to pick and choose your fights. And that's what people need to get used to or get accustomed to or realize, hey, man, just do the simple thing. Go through all the progressions. You know what I'm saying? And then if you get that big bag, if you use that job to buy your beats and go to the studio, you put out a good product, guess what? It's a good chance that somebody like it. That's when the executives have to do their job. Hey, man, congratulations. You did a great job. I'm coming down. I'm flying you down. You know, I'm flying you here. Say, man, we're gonna celebrate you. We're gonna give you a marketing budget. We're gonna, you gotta hit the ground, but that, that, that it doesn't stop right there. We need to explain to you how you get paid. You understand what I'm saying? You gotta do some shows. You know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. It's hustling, just like you hustle. People will stay loyal to the Crips and Bloods the rest of their life, you know. But people sell out for, for all kinds yeah, of things, and they, yeah, they never sell but, out for themselves, they never sell out for their family. Yeah. Yeah, but if somebody puts you down and say, hey, man, we need to rock together, say, man, it's time to work. It's time to work. Once you get that, that label name attached to you, it's time to work. 
but you don't but you never hear the old school rappers talking bad about their bosses you know what i'm saying that's new wave mm-hmm. stuff because everybody wants to be an instant billionaire you know they didn't want the record label to have no money they wanted to have all the money that's not that's not cool you got to mm-hmm. break that money down man you gotta you know michael jackson used to make his money strictly shows man he come back man he go to the store man give me that you know they got to give it to me michael jackson so we just got to get back to what america was really about dreams Mm. dreams and careers you know you you, want the american dream your dreams don't come true you have that dream in your mind you have that dream on your icebox you got to chase that dream until you can't chase that dream no more you know big money frank gonna be be like uh tom broke you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) Say, man, you you going through your progressions. You got to dream big, man. You don't, you got to dream big, man. You got to dream of hitting that ball out the park. You keep swinging the bat, guess what it's going to do? It's going to do like your Navarrez when your mom and them at the game. Your mom and dad, that's that's classic moment, man. Home run. The whole stadium rocking. Yes. You know, Big Frank go to CBS, man. That's my (laughs) (laughs) thing. Just like you said, you got to get out there and you got to get out, you got to, Take your swings, right? You got to get out on bad. And every time you make a new beat, every time you, you do a freestyle, you're giving right. yourself another chance, another shot. Right. You're building up your portfolio right. and you're waiting patiently in the meantime right. till, till your time comes. And, and something so important about what you said about America, because America is not you get it handed to you. Right. It's you get a shot. You have an opportunity. I, I think, you know, I, People don't realize in other countries you don't just get to do whatever you want. Right. You get told what what's available to you. Right. Especially if you're, uh, you know, not part of the the in crowd. <laughs> right. You know, I'm not saying it's easy here, but but no. you have a lot better than a lot of other people in a lot of other places in this world. Yeah. This is a capitalist system. That's the beauty of it. You can be rich as you want to be, or poor as you want to be, but at the same time, if you're not good, you don't get the reward. But I think they try to make it where everybody, and I always used to say, everybody doesn't deserve a house. Some people mm-hmm. deserve an apartment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody don't need to be in a house. Mm-hmm. You can't pay a house, no. So get your apartment. But success is the gift to the overachiever. You know, I tell my kids all the time, when you run a race, it's going to be one person holding that trophy up. You know, like in the Olympics, it's going to be that one person in the middle standing up to hold the trophy up, then the others are going to have their head down like this on the side of you. You know what I'm saying? So the champion is always rewarded, and that's what that's what life was about back in the day when you had three stations, CBS, NBC, and CBS. You only had three stations, so that you had they had to compete to get on TV, man. You had to compete. You had to be good to right. get on TV, man. You know what I'm saying? You had to be good to get in the NFL. You had to be good to be in the NBA. You, and that was just a small crowd. So the competition was more fierce. You see what I'm saying? So well, Social media has everyone thinking they could be oh, a star. everybody a star, man. You can't be a star no more. When social media came, man, it was like, man, now I can challenge the people that stole. I can talk about them. I can hate my way to the top. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to have no talent. You know, and that's where we at right now, you know. I was I was doing big things way before social media, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when it came, it was like, man, now this guy I know him, man. You now you want to say act like you a star, man? I know, man, come on, man, stop it, man. You know, so 
you know, that's what we're dealing right, with right now. You know, it's just like people go get a profile picture, you know, people you went to school with. You know, he was dumber than a box of rocks in school. But then now, when you talk about politics, he want to come up and talk about politics. Man, you can't talk about this here, too, man. You're not, you know, you, you see how he's spelling stuff. you misspelling and all this here, man. I'm like, <laughs> man, somebody take his phone. <laughs> yeah man <laughs> so you know you know this stuff is for champions man you know what i'm saying you mm. gotta be a champion man to, to get the big prize man you know nobody rewards mediocrity man you know what i'm saying it's always the champion bro you gotta be a champion you gotta strive every day to be the best and not just mediocre so that's how i push wow. it and, and and that's where a lot of people are right they're just going through the motions yeah. They're always looking for the come up. They're always looking with their yeah. hand out. Yeah. And that's 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 what they're going to get. They're just going to get yeah. the handouts and they're, they're never going to be able to take control of their of their life, their, their situation. Right. They're living in that same pattern. Right. Man, th this is a record, man. We're, we're at 49 minutes. No music played. Just absolute <laughs> gems and bombs raining from the sky. Man. Yeah. So I, I can't believe how generous you've been, not only with your time, but the the intention. Right. And and just dropping dropping knowledge for people. I, I want to, you know, you've shown enough. If people haven't decided that their team skip, that right. then they they need to go somewhere else. Turn off the, you know, yeah, you turn, know I was I say, turn off the amazing. station. Say, you know, I talk about the maze. Hey, look, man, I tell anybody, man. A lot of people call it arrogance, man. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's not because I know it's been so many haters that try and tear me down, bro, and. Mm. And it's fun to me because it makes me even stronger, man. It's like fuel, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, my wife used to ask me what I need to, when I start my business. I love you. Uh, shout out to my wife. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, she said, what I need to be successful. I say, helmet and shoulder pads. Because one thing about dealing with people, you never know where the hate going to come from. Mm -hmm. you, you're assuming that this person is cool and he going to like you and the world going to like you. Then all of a sudden... Here comes the hate come out of nowhere just hitting you. So wow. that's my whole move. That's been my whole life, man. It's always been somebody that I never expected to come out of somewhere and hate. But one thing about that hate, especially that internet hate, it don't bother <laughs> me. It don't bother me. Because guess what? Anything I post, guess what? I can pay for it. You know, mm. that's when I start capping. What, what you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever you got, I got. You know, wherever you want to go eat, I can go eat. You understand what I'm saying? So that's how I move, man. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you talk about, whatever you spend on, I can spend on. You know, so that's how you have to be. You got to be overconfident in a world where people are constantly trying to tear you down. You know, mm. constantly trying to eat off your legs. That's how they've been conditioned to hate. Even everything that you look at on the internet is about somebody tearing somebody down to, to make themselves look big. You know, mm. you, you don't see, and see, that's just like when I used to do radio, you know, we, we had the hottest blog talk radio show, you know, uh, some years back and people was like, Skip, you need to come back to doing radio. But I like to observe stuff before I do stuff, you know, and, and what I see right now is, you know, it's, it's just crazy, man. It's just, you know, you're not gonna, you just wanna, if it's a hot topic about negativity, and then you go to, the, and then when you get out in the public, they talking about the same negative stuff. So people are being conditioned to run to negativity. But I don't, like I said, I don't want to be that. And when I come back, it's going to be nice. 
We're going to be talking about issues. I'm going to be interviewing authors again. Shout out to Rick Ross, you know. Uh, shout out to Al Bell, Discover the Five Heartbeats. Shout out to Haley Bear. I know my wife going to get mad, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because it's a lot of people rallied around me, man, you know, when I was trying to get notoriety back in the day. And that's why I like to mention those people's name because when you're trying to come up back in the day, just like Isaiah Washington. Oh, yeah, we got... His, his movie come on today. Shout out to Isaiah Washington. Uh, when you're trying to come up and when you when nobody knows you and other people shout you out to acknowledge you, that gives you that boost. So one thing about me, I never, never forget those people. You know, Al Bell was one of the first people, man. You know, he discovered the five hobbies. I'm like, this Al Bell liking my music, man. Look at this, man. You know, so... It was crazy then. Hey, on my space, this was on my space. <laughs> look, 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 Frank, look, boy. It was wow. Then Haley Bear was on there, so I'll always just hit a page up, right? Mm -hmm. So you back then you had to accept the comment. Yep. So I put on my little old blue shirt. Then she'll have a blue shirt looking like me, right? So I'm like, wait a minute, hey, that ain't Haley Bear's skip. I say, well, what? Shit, she okay. Well, let me put on the red shirt. Put on the red shirt. She don't like me again. So I start coming in a thing. So on a page, she wouldn't accept the ones when I say, Congratulations to you and your husband. You know, yeah. You know. <laughs> but then when look, but then when I say this here, I, you know, I'm a writer, Frank. Look, I'm right. All right. Imagine me and you on a boat in overseas. <laughs> with the water, with the line at the bottom of the water, with the fish coming at the bottom, me and you giving each other goofy faces and stuff like that, you know, she'll accept it. So look. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep going. Man. I keep going. So every day I just put something romantic on a page, right? So I said, so my, everybody was like, man, Skip, you crazy. That is not Haiti Perry. That is Haiti Perry. <laughs> I said, well, man, I'm going to just play the game. I said, mm -hmm. it's not, I'm going to play the game. So I inbox, I say, hey, look, you got me looking stupid. I say, you got me, <laughs> these people think I'm crazy. I said, what I want you to do, it's my birthday coming up. I want you to put on a burgundy dress and just post it on your profile. I say, if you do it, I'll go get your name tattooed on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> look, Frank, you gotta listen to me, Frank. You gotta listen to me. <laughs> so look, look, Frank. See, so you think I'm crazy, Frank. <laughs> so, look, so look, look. I was like, uh, everybody going crazy, Frank. They think I'm crazy. Uh -huh. So Paul Kiriazi, Paul Kiriazi, that's my film mentor. So he know I'm all over Haley Bear. So all of a sudden, my phone start ringing. Wait, 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 skip, skip. Go to Walmart, go to Walgreens, go get the Ebony Magazine. I said, man, what's wrong, man? I'll go get the Ebony Magazine. She got the burgundy dress on inside the Ebony Magazine. She got the, the, the Ebony Magazine, got the chocolate sky like my album, Chocolate City. I say, whoa! I'll go straight and get the tattoo put on me, Frank. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> say Frank, I got a tattoo on my chest, bro. I got a wow. tattoo. Wow, I got a tattoo. But like I tell people, 
that was just a phase where, you know, I always used to say I was going to get a Hollywood wife, you know, but I used to also inbox her and say, you know, I appreciate the motivation. Mm. I said, but the whole thing is this. I would love to be with you. I said, you can be a $500 million female and I can be a $500 million guy and we can meet at the top and we can have a baby called Miracle Berry Flanagan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, yeah, man. Say, Frank, I'll be on it, man. But check this. So she was like, she, she never would just really respond, respond, but I could see the action. So I was like, cool. So I said, but, you know, the whole goal is to get a good wife, but I want to use this here moment so people can, you know, know who I am. So when Al Bell came on my MySpace, a lot of more people, it gave me a lot of notoriety, you know. And then when I did the H-Town song, uh, Randy Jackson wanted to play it on America's Best Dance Crew. So everything was steamrolling, man. <laughs> it, it was going crazy. Sony, Sony Record, it was, it was a lot of stuff going on. But I was more political at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still, I'm still political, you know. And uh, I had some Sony A&Rs at my house, and I was playing this song, Real Political. I can't take no more. Boy, that's just whew, political. I can't take no more of this system. These cops, legislation, niggas be hating, chicks trying to get paid, these new haters. That's a song made. I can't take no more. <laughs> A&R say, don't play that song. He said, <laughs> I said, why not? He said, just don't play that song. I played mm-hmm. again. I never saw him again, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, one thing about me, you know, I'm political and I know that runs a lot of people off, you know, and I had to think about what I was doing. I was like, you know, really, I'm not the guy for her because she got, she in Hollywood and she got a lot of roles and, you know, she get with a guy like Skip, they're going to be like, man, you might not want to give you no more money. So, uh-huh. so I had to think about a lot of stuff over the years. You know, if if she was like thinking like me, well, like Skip might end up being great, and took that chance, shit, we we'd have been like Jay Z and Beyonce and right now. But you know, I'm kind of hard to get along. It's just like with record labels. You know, people scared of me, man, because mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not gonna say <clears throat> I'm like Kanye. I'm not like Kanye. Kanye is extreme. He's like an extremist. Right. You can be extreme. And I'm not one that bites the hand that feeds me. You know, I used to ask people, you know, when he got came out with his little rants, I'm like, man, goddamn, at what point did them people show you that they didn't like you? You got $500 million. Mm-hmm. So at what point in this relationship with you, that's the goal. If you a businessman, your goal is to be a billionaire. So if you to fulfill your goal, at what point did these people say that they didn't like you? So I I was understanding a lot of stuff he said because a lot of it made sense, especially with the banking stuff. You know, he exposed a lot of stuff, but you can be too extreme. You don't you don't just right. be a, you don't you gotta have a, a steering wheel where you shoot at. You know, you can't just blind shoot. You gotta go get directly to that enemy. You know, whichever enemy that is. And you got to say, hey, this is the enemy. But these are my friends right here. I'm rocking with them. 
because they done put 400 million or 500 million or whatever it is mm -hmm. in my pocket. So he lacked versatility with his movement. But a lot of the things he said, you know, I believe, you know what I'm saying? I believe a lot. And see, I'm political like that. <clears throat> I, I I live in 100% truth, but I'm not living in, in my truth to the point where I'm just going to try and kill everybody or talk about everybody. You know, I'm going to go straight to the source or straight to the problem, you know, put the problem out there. But at the same time, you know, a lot of these situations that's going on, I don't believe them no way because a lot of this stuff is crazy. But like they used to say, my friends say they say in jail, a lot of you just got to be no trespassing. You got to mind your own business on because, you know, we live in a crazy world. But, uh, you know, that's me, man. That's me. I'm just not, just not, I'm unscripted, bro. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I go in different directions. But at the same time, my whole goal is always good. You know, my whole goal is for America to be a, a better country. And I'm not going to be that one that's going to bite my tongue and say, hey, man, you know, I'm not going to say something about this. You know, because when I look at things, I look at it long term. If I, and I told my friend this morning, I said, I couldn't be president or nothing like that because, you know, everything with being political is about money. You see what I'm saying? So if they feel like it's a bunch of money to be made over here, that'll shape my views. But I look at things, any, any decision that I make or any legis legislation that I would implement would have to be for the long-term benefit of the country and for the kids. So mm. a lot of that can be swayed by money. I wouldn't allow money to do that. So everything that I do, I'm going to shoot, like I said, I'm going to shoot some stuff out there, but I'm, I'm never going to be extreme to the point where I'm going to burn some bridges that have been built for me, you know, and that's, that's the way I move. I move with those people that move with me. Big Money Frank, I'm moving with you and Greg. Bro. <laughs> hey, shout doing. out to Variety Vibes Radio, man. And and that's that's why I'm here with Greg, because, you know, my music, the, the industry is not my background, right? right. I, I work in personal finance. Right. But Greg Big reached money. out to me on Telegram, and we, we started having conversations, and I was seeing him around and seeing what he was doing, and, and I was just – you know, very, he was very genuine. He had a vision of what he saw this could be. He saw where things were going. And that's why right. it's been a year now that, that I've been supporting him. And just recently have I come on board to help with these interviews. And right. I, I'm really thankful to Greg for, for allowing me to do that because I've been able to meet some really amazing people. Right. Uh, and I want people to, to hear your music too. So I'm going to play uh, – a couple of songs, but the first one that I want to play is The Streets Don't Love Me. Is there anything you want to say about that before I, I play it? Or, Man, or just go? Yes, 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 yes. I want to see this is see after you do the music, this is the point that you get at. This is the this is the dream point where you get to explain the reason why you made that song. Especially like mm -hmm. when I shoot the video. A lot of the stuff that goes on on the streets, you know, with these people getting killed with takeoff with uh Duke the jeweler. You know, those dudes are like me, man, good dudes. When I found out that Duke the Jeweler could work a nail gun, man, that was amazing to me, man. And it hurt me to see good people get killed. But it's a lot of stuff that goes on on the streets, you know, like with the snitches and with, with, with a lot of these so-called OGs that's corrupting our kids, mm -hmm. you know. So I want to do a song to tell the kids that, hey, these streets ain't for you. You see what I'm saying? 
So that's the whole premise of that song. But a lot of my friends that's engaging, they kind of don't ain't feeling the music because you know, if, you know, it's like, is he talking about me? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So streets don't love you, man. Streets don't don't love me at all because I'm out the streets. So, you know, I just like talking about that. So yeah. I like that. All right. So let's play it and we're gonna come back to wait something that you just said. Here we go. The streets right. don't love me. The streets don't love me. Drama pain and enemies. The thugs don't show me love. I am the same to the most words. The streets don't love me. Drama pain and enemies. The thugs don't show me love. I am the same to the most words. Yeah. And the 20 years of trust and left me nothing. Made my homies rich and left me struggling. I got a for the dream, take one for the team. I gotta get to this paper by any all means. Make me look real weak, make my goals look cheap. But I ain't gonna never stop busting till I get on beat. It hurts me to ask, make me feel low class. But that's how it be when you're down to your last. I can't get these haters a pass. Time to put it to task and break these stereotypes like some tempered glass. And I know it seems like these dreams will never come true. But that's the same way I feel about the red, white, and blue. Be a lot easier without the hate. It's like smooth out snitching. It's just me trying to hustle. They in the way of the riches. My back against the wall. I gotta come out swinging. It's H time for real. I'm so loud and banging. All the streets don't love me.
sweet, man. Man, that is smooth, and it's got the 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 message in there. And and I'm looking at the comments, man, and and, and people are definitely showing love. So I, I think you're really I think you're really onto something, man. And so I'm encouraging people hey, go through, get get the YouTube going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, I I think. Some some really important things in, in that song, and, and also right. the, about what you mentioned as far as you know, people trying to do things that are wrong or is not the highest energy, highest vibration, in sure. order to impress people that one they don't like, and two don't really like them. Right. And so people are doing these things when you know the reality, especially what I'm seeing since the pandemic. There are so many legal ways to get money. Right. Legal ways to build a business, have the government or some, right. some financial person back you, give you money to build your business. That why are people taking uh, this other route? Right. So wh why why do you think that is? Why are people trying so hard to impress people uh, with doing the wrong thing? A lot of people take the path of least resistance. You know, and what I mean by that is like. A lot of these kids, man, when they come out of school, you know, they get a awakening. They get a awakening. You know, everybody in school, they always tell themselves, I'm going to be a scientist. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a doctor. But then when, when they get out of school, they're like, oh, my God. Now I need to either do something to be able to get me a house, a car. So versus having doctor, lawyer, scientist, you know, as career options, they go with a drug dealer, rapper. Mm. And they go to all the negative things, and that's what they do. You know, we've got comfortable with accepting drugs as being a way of life, you know, and I, and I think that's messed up. You know, my niece was calling me, my other niece was calling me the other day, and she was asking me, you know, about the church, what church she think I sh she should go to. You know, and she, I was like, you know, most of the churches I know, they like casinos, man. You go in there, mm -hmm. you give them 20, you're going to get 40 back. You know, it's like a casino. You know what I'm saying? So... We got to rattle the pastors as well because that's where you're supposed to go to get instruction. But a lot of the people that were affiliated with the church wasn't ready to, you know, stand up for God like, like they were supposed to. Every time somebody came and said that they didn't believe in Jesus or they didn't believe in God, they didn't have a, a rebuttal for that. So they allowed mm. the atheist. It's just like when that atheist went to the White House and said that she was offended by the Ten Commandments. And so they went to every you know, federal building and took the commandments down. You know, you didn't have nobody willing to fight for God like they willing to fight for the devil. So when you look at life right now, everybody is doing what the devil want them to do. You know, killing has always been the last option. And a lot of these kids don't even understand, even in the mob, you know, killing was never the first means of, of engagement. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people have adopted so-called mob principles and stuff like that, but nobody's mm. fighting for God. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like we alluded to in the beginning initially. You know, you have to be spiritual, you know, but you also have to go through all the progression. So our kids need to understand that, like you were saying, there's so many ways to make money legally. You know, that's the goal. What you want to do is buy your house, buy your car, raise your family, have your wife, and not get your, your assets repossessed while you're trying to enjoy your wife. You know, you don't want to be in there enjoying your wife and they knocking on your door. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, Skip, we need that TV you got from Rental Center, man. You ain't, you ain't, <laughs> you ain't paid, man. You know, so, 
you know, everything in life is a process, man, you know, and getting rich is a process, but our, yeah. kids, our kids need to know that when we, when they get out of school, the careers don't include drug dealer, jack or rob, you know, mm. it broke. That don't give you no reason to go out here and rob and jack somebody. You know what I'm saying? Nah, bro, you can't do that. But we have so many people that are fighting for the criminals to be taken care of. You know, I went to jail for some tickets, man, and um, I never knew that jail was so pretty inside, man. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious, right? I went to that, yeah. man. The guy, I went to one, I think it was Fort Bend County, man, and you go in there, man, they let you close your door, turn the lights off. Mm -hmm. First sale, they they, they go down there, they cut your hair, you can go shoot basketball, you get ice cream. I'm like, man, y'all gonna raise the crime rate up out here, man. Mm -hmm. Who gonna leave this and go out there and not ha and have to pay a whole light bill? You know what I'm saying? So the system has to change. We can't keep rewarding bad behavior. That's what we're doing. You know, it's just like I heard about one record label, a guy in Dallas, he had killed somebody, made a video, and they went to the jail and gave him a record deal. You know, so we got so many, it's so many moving parts on this stuff, man. It's, it's ridiculous, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has to do their job, man, in this thing. And I applaud the DA in Atlanta, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm going to do if I ever get a record deal. You know, that's a, a prerequisite of me getting a deal. I want to donate uh, money to the Shriners Hospital. I want to donate to the state troopers. You know, I want to donate to the Fallen uh, Officers Association. Mm -hmm. and, I'm, and I'm creating a nonprofit organization that uses sports to to create relationships with with policemen, firemen, and stuff like that. So wow. to get people to understand that those are careers as well, you know. And I know that's going to be hard for somebody, but like I say, the, it's going to have to be the right team that I partner with because the things that I do, you know, just like the Shriners Hospital, those are charitable organizations, you know that help people, you know, uh, good churches. We have to get back to understanding the function of these charities, the function of the church, and the church cannot mirror the street. You understand what I'm saying? The, the church cannot use the same things that the, the uh, drug dealers use. You know, I always tell hmm. my friends, it gotta be a distinguishable difference in a person that's a Christian and a dope dealer. You know what I'm right. saying? So, you know, the church never used uh, money and all that to entice their people, you know. It was just getting good wholesome instruction on how to live your life. And like when somebody goes through something, that's where they go. They go to get instruction and once you get in there and they start telling you that you have to have faith and that this is what you need to do in order to change your life. But right now we've encouraged our kids to smoke weed and now you're seeing all these people that are dying from fentanyl and everything else because you know, nobody's telling them to do their passions. You know, your passions and your lust. You know, those are the things that get you in trouble. And all of this is biblical. You know what I'm saying? So we just have to, at the, the bottom line is, they have to return to God. You can be God and be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? You can be of God and be a rapper. But a lot of people have duplicated a lot of the negative rappers that came along in, the, in that little phase in the 90s. But now we see them. Well, these kids are getting older with like NBA young boy. I like him. I like everything he's doing right now. He's seen how they exploited him for so many years. And now when you get grown and when you have a kid, 
that look like you. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. I don't want my kid out here killing up everybody. I don't want to be dead and not see my kid grow up. I got to do something different. But somebody else told you to do that. You understand what I'm saying? When all those rappers started to beef them, when 50 and Ja Rule started to beef them, you know, Jay-Z went against Dane. Ice Cube them went against Easy e them. You know, the whole tear-down began. That's where it all started. You see what I'm saying? Uh, right. Telling them how to sell dope in music. You know, I'm like, what is going on? What is this? This is not going to end well. So now we're looking at a bunch of karma going on. Mm. Hey, but now a lot of them are trying to lead the new movement, but it's a new movement going on. A lot of guys with good music, going back to good music, I want to tell down their kids. They seen what them guys were actually the, the funded guys. I call them funded guys. See, now we're going to get in some deep stuff. You see what I'm saying? That's what I talk about in my song, the funded guys and the snitches. You know, the snitches have been a major force in, in corrupting these neighborhoods. It's a model snitching in every neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? Yep. That, that's overballing and he under-talking. Mm -hmm. If he overballing, he under-talking. You see what I'm saying? He rapping and ain't doing no concerts, man. You mm. see what I'm saying? So those, that's what we're dealing with. You, you, Everybody's in amazement. How is he doing this? And if I do this, I'm going to jail. But our kids believe in that because they are impressionable. They see the Rolls Royces. They see the cars. They see the money. So when you try to ask a, a, a kid to make a decision, it's just like our women. You got When you put them in a situation like with child support where they got to say, well, I don't want that money. I want my husband. How many mm -hmm. people you know going to say, I don't want that money. I'm going to do the right thing. Not many. Not many people going to turn down that money and do the right thing. And that's what it's going to take for us to get to another level. It's going to take sacrifices. It's going to take people that's not going to take that money. It's going to take our youngsters saying, well, hey, I'm going to go ahead and get that job, man. I'm not going to sell dope. I'm not going to go rob nobody. I'm going to wait my turn. And that's why I want to use my leg because I waited my turn. You know, mm -hmm. I waited. I, I said I wasn't going to sell dope to my people. I said I wasn't going to be a bad example for my people. I was going to wait. And God did what? God came all the way around and said, hey, Skip, I got something for you. So when people look at me, they're going to say, I want, some people going to say, I want to duplicate what Skip did because guess what? He didn't get it when he was 18, but he got it late in his life. And that's good. You see what I'm saying? But I did other things along the way that was good. I enjoyed the journey. You know, I enjoyed having a lawn service that can pay for everything. You shrimp, you know, shrimp. <laughs> wow. So you're, you're showing a different way because what you're saying is, uh, you know, it's it, it shouldn't be controversial, but what you're saying is a little bit controversial compared to uh, what other people are doing. Right. But what you're saying is, you know, you're putting yourself beyond the temptation that a lot of the young people are falling under. Right. To sign with somebody that's just going to use them up and spit them out. Yeah, because of the subject content. See, a lot of people understand why people use it. You understand? Mm -hmm. you just, they know the music that they're putting out. If I know what, okay, let me say this here. When, when, you can go to jail for a traffic violation, right? 
if they got they got cameras on the thing, if they see you pass that stop sign, you can go to jail, can't you? Yep. But if a camera catch you killing somebody, they can't really take you to jail. You understand what I'm saying? So why is it you don't need a whole bunch of evidence to take somebody to jail for a traffic violation? But if somebody kills somebody, you got to go through everything. So all these guys do is they keep adding teardrops. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day when we was growing up, you kill somebody, that's that's the end. That's the end. But now when you don't prosecute crime, you say, okay, it's okay for you to go ahead and kill somebody. We're we going to give you six years. You know, go ahead and kill somebody as you promoting genocide. So we need a face to promote this genocide. We need a face to promote these drugs. Let's listen to his, his music content. He's a good candidate. Bring him. We need him. Wow. So a lot of times it's an agenda with the, with some of these labels. It's an agenda. They want to, you know, use somebody to promote selling dope. Selling dope is a billion dollar business. So they want to promote it. So they use a youngster. They're going to exploit a youngster or a snitch. You know, mm -hmm. a snitch, he already showed that he was loyal, you know, on the streets. So they make him a rapper. They reward him. You know what I'm saying? So. That's what we're fighting against, you know, and I'm willing to die behind it, you know what I'm saying? Because guess what? You know, I've done everything I wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? Every dream I wanted to come true. So my whole thing is now, if I was to die tomorrow, you know, they're going to know. Skip Skip told us what was going on, you know what I'm saying? He told us that it was a dirty world and they was exploiting our kids, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But guess what he did? He didn't do that. So they're going to know that. To get where I got, it's going to have to require some sacrifice. But we got to push that thing forward. You know what I'm saying? Just like when they talk about HBCUs, I'm getting ready to go do uh, my song, Real Niggas, at the HBU, but I'm going to call it mm -hmm. Real Hitters. I'm not going to call it Real Niggas. But the reason that I'm doing it at the HBCUs is because of a lot of people don't understand. I went to HBCU. They don't understand that, you know, We've never had a bunch of money to do the things that we need to do. It's just like with my small business. I've never had a, a, a business loan to do my business, but I've been able to do a whole bunch with nothing. So if we've never had a bunch of money to do nothing. It's just like Tom Brady just got, what, $275 million to be a broadcaster? I think it's even more than that. It's yeah, more than he made real, like his whole time playing. Yeah, but... Uh, HBCU don't even have 10 or 15 million. So we got to see how this thing works. So uh, we've never had the most money, man. So mm -hmm. for them guys to come out and get to talking about HBCUs because they don't have a bunch of money, they're not privy to that experience. My, my experience with HBCU was beautiful until this one coach told me I couldn't take the team pitching. He did me real bad, man. I was on the team, leading the team out, and it was our first year in the gym. And he told me I couldn't take the picture. So every time I go in there right now, I don't see my picture. It hurt me. It hurt me every time I look at it, you know. But I went to Oregon Tech. White coach treated me like a king. Broke the records up there and everything. But I say that to say I don't feel bad about the HBCU as I do about that one individual. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go and trash HBCUs because of that one hater. You see right. what I'm saying? And as I got older, I, I realized that a lot of men hate me because they are men. They compare themselves to me. So 
I love HBCUs because, you know, when I got out of school, my, my GPA was a 1.9. Even though I was smart, I was concentrating on basketball. I didn't try to, you know, get my GPA up. So uh, the HBCU had it where you didn't have to have a, a 2.0. You just, they had open admissions. Whereas mm -hmm. if I wanted to go to a PWI, you know, I had to, they had to vet my mama and she had to have some money and, you know, we had to have enough money to be able to afford going to a PWI. So that wasn't a realistic goal unless I got a scholarship. So I have a lot of respect for the HBCUs in that way because they've done something with nothing over all these years. And so right. when you get to this point right here, it's just like when Dion was saying that we had to ride the bus. Yes, we had to ride the bus from Alcorn to Alabama State to, because all of those schools are right in the same area. So if the school is on a budget, yes, you got to catch the bus. And it was fun, right. though. Them road trips was fun, man. I'm telling you, we ate the best restaurants, man. I'm talking about we had fun, man. I mean, you know, TSU had a state of our gym, still got it. You know what I'm saying? So you can't just put that broad brush on all HBCUs, and now you got a whole movement of people just going around talking about HBCUs. And what it does is this is the point that people don't get. When you got somebody around here tearing down the HBCUs, you got a whole mm -hmm. movement going on. The long-term effect of that is going to be this. When it comes to them recruiting, and I come up here and tell you, let's go to this PWI or go to this HBCU, kid going to automatically say, man, I don't want to go to HBCU, man. I'm going to the PWI. So what have you done? You've led everybody to the PWIs and not nobody's going to go to the HBCUs. So that's, that's what we have to be mindful of because we, we, we look at all these people based on popularity, based on money. And we don't look at the substance of, of what's behind that. What's the, mm -hmm. what's the intangible uh, benefit or problem that's going to be created from what he did. So those are the things that I want to point out to people, man. You can't really just keep looking at the money because people that can really do something don't never get the money. So are you going to look at those people? You're not, what, what would be the reason for you? Like I used to tell people, you know, and I still tell them, what, what, what will make you buy my music, man? Hmm. What, what's what's going to make you go get me and just say, hey, Skip, I like your music? What is it going to take? Is it going to take me getting a record deal? Then you're going to say, well, okay, yeah, Skip. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But why you couldn't do that from the beginning? You know, why you couldn't do that when I was trying to make, when I was trying to beat your ears up? Hey, man, listen to this, man. Listen to this. You know, but that's the way we've been conditioned. You know, even with right. radio, even with radio, you go try to talk to a radio DJ right now, he ain't gonna pay you no mind. Right. No mind. You know, but back in the day, they used to always break records. They used to always interview people and give them that opportunity. Then once they get on the radio, then you can go do the shows. So when you got all the aspects of everything messed up, the whole process, the whole process of record label signing artists and, and doing that promotional part. Everybody is cheating. Everybody is scamming. You know, everything is digital now. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's relying on everything digitally. Everybody is digitally controlled. You see what I'm saying? So wow. if if I know that everything, and that's, that's a big problem right now. Everybody is digitally controlled. So it's just like everything that they do, if they know it's not negative, they're not going to do it. Because they know mm. in the back of their mind, if I do something negative, I'm going to get paid for it. So basically, you control. You you program. You know what I'm saying? You, you're going to do it because it's some money. You know, you're going to do it for popularity. 
So that's where we're at right now. You know, nobody yeah. wants <laughs> and not just music. I mean, it's just anybody on TikTok, yeah. you know, the, the egg, uh, the, the milk crate challenge or, right. you know, they're doing extreme things to get that attention right. yeah. in order to, to turn it in to get monetized. monetized. Yeah, monetized. Yeah. So if that's the only thing that they're rewarding is negativity, then guess what you're going to have? A whole culture full of negative people. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So, and that's what our kids have become. So they don't want to be positive because it's just like you might raise your kid real good, right? Mm -hmm. You might do a great job of raising them. But then the culture going to raise them up because what kid want to stand out alone? Same thing had to Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, when she first came out, was the perfect kid. Mm -hmm. no, I'm talking about perfect. But can you imagine a kid trying to stand alone and be perfect when you got all your friends out here doing all kind of crazy stuff. Right. So culture ends up raising our kids. You know what I'm saying? We do our best we can, but then, you know, I might not try. I want my kid to wear no skinny jeans, but then all of a sudden he's going to be looking like, man, you got me looking crazy. Now my friend wearing it. Give me these. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's the culture that raises our kids. So we got to understand what, what culture are we allowing to happen? You know, in China and all those other countries, they don't let them do a lot of the negative stuff we do. They don't even, they censor that, you know, even on TikTok, you can't curse on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, a lot of times we have to understand freedom is not always good. Absolute freedom is not good. And we got to have some kind of regulations and guidelines and restraints for our kids. Right. Well, they're, they're, what they don't understand is that there's freedom to do what you want to do, but there's not freedom from consequence. Right, just like we said. So you you got to have the willingness to take the. If you want to do that thing, you got to be willing to take the consequences. Right. Yeah, you got to pay for it. You got to. It's a ways to sin, man. man. And a lot of people don't believe that. You know, with karma and everything else. So, you know, one thing I I know and I've witnessed over the years is a lot of people that play with God. You know, God said a hypocrite will go to the deepest dwelling of hell. You know, a lot of people that play with God that karma end up coming back and get them, man. You know, so it's real, man. Wow. So along those lines, I, I want to play two songs as we're starting to, to wrap up here. So okay. would you rather go with Chet Along or Welcome to Hard Times? Go to Chet Along. I like Welcome to Hard Times, too. But yeah, Chet Along, I, I like Chet it, too. And I know Greg does. And then, But we're going to save my favorite for last. Uh, but, okay, Chet, Chet Along. I'm going to just Chet run it. Chet Along, Chet Along. Get, get a nice little move, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's yeah, picking yeah. up traction. It's picking up traction. So yeah, yeah. I want everyone to hear it, and then I want them to go to the Spotify and the YouTube and, and, and save it so they can hear it again. Okay, here we go. Why you were steady for 
playing the big escape to the house of the lake. Expensive bunch of basic balls and some silk drapes. Not the one to beg, but might break your leg. You will cross on real smooth, go by your head. You say you will, I'm gon' chill. Stay cool and stay strong, cause I'm gon' keep getting money till my cheddar's long, cheddar's long. Cheddar long, cheddar long. It's shocking, it's your ways. You were shocked in the day, wait till the real cats will pass you. knocked over the <laughs> they didn't see that but i think you saw it. i about knocked everything over man i'm up here yeah. get, get the blood flowing man so yeah man i love that so i made that beat man i was like oh yeah i mean what what don't you do man i mean from from merchandising yeah. to producing <laughs> you know we're, we're gonna showcase uh for the last song my favorite because it's it's coming up on valentine's day so yes, i, I want to give a little something to everybody over here yeah but uh what, what what are you looking to do next man i mean who are you looking shoot, to work my with? goal my goal is to be a movie director so i want to shoot this movie that's what mm -hmm. i'm trying to I'm, the movie called hood law man it's gonna be a good movie but uh you know that's why i was telling my friend i said after i do this movie man it's just not gonna be nothing i haven't done that i wanted to do you know wow. you know book writing have my own business you know that's gonna that's the last that's the finale you know 
which I don't want it to be the finale. I'm not saying finale as I want to be dead in them, but I'm just saying, you know, as far as anything that I could do that, that make a bunch of bunch of money, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've done everything that's required to, uh, that was looking good. Mm -hmm. I saw, I liked it, that the shot. You like that? I'll, I'll leave yeah. it like that. No, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying I can see myself clear now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've done, like I said, all my dreams came true. You know, my dream was to go to Hollywood. I want to send a shout out to Xlevis with making that dream come true, too. And uh, especially to the Block is Hot, uh, Spunk Big mm -hmm. and them, and y'all, Frank, and everybody on the, uh, the line, man. You know, a lot of times when I used to go on the Block is Hot, I, I mean, I'm just, a, I'm just a man. I'm, I don't like criticism, but I appreciate criticism, man. You know what sure. I'm saying? But, you know, I don't want them to ever think that I just, you know, didn't like the criticism. It's just... I'm just a boss, man. I don't want to hear it, but I'm going to listen. But uh, you know what I'm saying? But I love them people, man, because they made me a better better person. Uh, track pros as well, man. I've been messing with track pros since uh, MySpace, man. And, you know, it was a MySpace ironic. Music. Shout out to MySpace yeah, Music. Yeah, shout out to Atlantic, too, man. Atlantic been chasing uh -huh. me for years, man. And I, I, I really appreciate them, man. But, you know, they got to come on with it, man. It's a lot of stuff going on, too. But uh, Atlantic, man. I probably we, from MySpace, man. I'm talking about, man. It was like crazy, and it was crazy how Track Pro's been friends with me all these years, man. It was like one day they just hit me up, you know. You need some track skip, yeah, man. Come on. So they produce tracks like with the flavor that I like, you know what I'm saying. So it makes me where I don't, you know, I have to do a whole bunch of making beats. So I like to mix it up a little bit, you know. And I, I really appreciate them people, man. You know, we got to tighten up on some paperwork later on but you know i'm gonna take care of him you know but uh spunk bigger we're gonna do some tracks Spunk bigger man big time dude man i appreciate it man you know he reached out to me sent me a track man that joke with jam and we're gonna heat that up you know what i'm saying but man I'm, I'm enjoying everything that came out the block is hot man you know five man band you know all them people man <laughs> remember the night when what's the name was in there man that was amazing man when uh what's the name uh uh what's the name that's got in trouble man yeah. Uh, what's his name? When he was in there that night, when I was in there, uh, Acon, Acon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, that stuff be amazing. There's thousands man. of people in that room, man. Man, it that was, was crazy was that night, bro. That was crazy that night. But you know, I had invited a lot of people, man. You know, I just invite some of the celebs just to see who gonna show up. You know, and I'm you saying? never know who's gonna show up. Yeah, but you know, I like. But my whole thing is when I get to where I want to go, I'm gonna reach back out to them. Same all right so it looks like we lost skip but i think he'll uh come back in so let's give him one more try otherwise we're gonna play his last song here Yep, looks like you might have lost signal. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to give them an opportunity to come back around. If you've been enjoying this interview, you know, let us know in the comments that, that you've been having a good time. Uh, and you know, give, give them some feedback, man. And if you're holding out on the money, give this man the, the record deal he deserves. You've seen he's got the longevity. So and thank you to Variety Vibes Radio. If you want to do an interview as well, uh, click on the link, check out the website, see what we could do for you. I think that if you've got some marketing dollars and you're willing to invest in your business, uh, you'll see some of the packages that we have on there. 
your dollars will go a lot further working with Greg and Variety Vibes Radio. I promise you, he's the kind of guy that's going to over deliver, and we've been doing it for a lot of people, uh, and and we're going to continue to do it. Let's give it one more shot and see if he can come back around. If you can hear me, Skip, uh, try to go out and come back in. It's not it's not coming through. So as we're coming up on Valentine's Day and the end of our show, I wanted to switch it up a little bit and play a song uh, that will show a different different uh, dynamic to skip. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Hold on. Here we go. Are, are hey, you back now? Frank, you can't hog like that, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, no. You, you were you in the to, Matrix, and I don't know what to, happened. But... You try to take me out the spotlight, man. <laughs> <laughs> not, that's not possible, man. I mean, you, you're, you are world class, my friend. So I, I'm so thankful for this conversation, man. And I was just letting everybody know to to keep blowing you up. And, and if they're holding out the money on you, they they need to. They need to come oh, correct, man. Oh, the they've been coming. Trust there. me, man. There's so many people hit me up this week, man. It's mm -hmm. crazy. You know, man. It's it's getting hot. That's all I can say. Wow. But I like a couple of the. I like a couple of them. I'm I'm serious, man. Okay. Well, it's big stuff coming up, but you know, but like I said, I appreciate all that, man, because that goes with it. But uh, man, I think somebody's gonna do something this week. Actually, you know what I'm saying? So. You know it's gonna it's gonna be dream come true, man. You know, come, come with your best offers, man. We, you hear him; he's in demand. Come get yeah. while you got the chance. You know what I'm saying? Get, it's hot. I'm you, it's one of them that's real hot, man. I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be beautiful because when I look at everything that they're talking about, it's it's, it's beautiful. But uh, it's gonna be fun. You, you, you know, deserve it. You've earned it. You, you right. you've been putting in the work, and right. uh, you know. There, you've got hundreds of thousands of fans at this point, but oh, if, yeah. if someone's not a fan, they will be after right. watching any 30 seconds of the, any part of this interview. If right. they watch it, they're, they're going to know that you're genuine, you're authentic, you're coming through, right. you've got the positivity. And so what I was I saying is, you know, with it being Valentine's Day, we want to give a little something to everybody. So this is yeah. my favorite song. Greg said something along the same lines, but I want to play See It In Your Eyes as we're closing yeah. out. Yeah. Anything you want to say about this song is coming up on Valentine's Day. See, I love this song because when I'm in the club, when I when I perform, I like <laughs> looking at the ladies. I know my I can't let my wife come to the concert because she don't right. because I love this song and what I I'm getting ready to shoot the video and and, and ladies, ladies <laughs> you heard it, you heard it here. Ladies, man, I'm talking to you, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you're gonna get. I got another couple more songs talking to the female. I just love women, man. I'm sorry. Mm. I, I just love beautiful. I love women that keep themselves up and classy. You know, man, that, that's just who I am, man. You know what I'm saying? So I love serenading the women, having fun. You know, nothing crazy, just having fun with them, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, listen to this song, man. I love it too. That's crazy. Man, my, my sister called me, man, when, when I released the song, she was like, brother, brother. See the eyes. See the eyes. I say what? Uh uh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it. I, I that's crazy. That all oh, y'all like that man. But I'm sure mm -hmm. I'm gonna do that video to that too, man, because I like it too. But I just wanted to get all the other songs out of my system. But as I'm doing this music right now, I'm going back to. I was concentrating so much on the haters in the beginning, but now I'm going back to songs that you know. For the people, you know what I'm saying? That's a good thing. And I appreciate everything. I just want to say thanks to everybody, man. 
you know, I appreciate every all, all my friends, man, just on Instagram, Ballhead, Track Pros, everybody, man. I appreciate everybody, mm. man. It's a, it's a big family thing, man. I'm not just going to say it's all about the haters, but it's all about the love that everybody has shown me. The real ones, man. I'm going to always remember all the real ones, especially you, Big Money Frank. Man, Big Money Frank, <laughs> Big Money Frank, you've been right there, man. You my boy, man. I swear to God. Now hey, you, uh, it was like I could see you through the screen, man. I said, that's a cool dude, man. And, you know, you hey. confirmed. You done confirmed it, man. So, oh man, I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, this is just the beginning in a lot of respects. I, I got so much oh, respect yeah. for you and the things that you're doing. Mutual. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, again, thank you to Greg for, for setting this up. So, yeah, appreciate it, Greg. Boss man, Greg, appreciate you, man. This is Skip Flanagan, and, and, and we're going to come back for a couple seconds because you've been given so much that, you know, I want to give you just one, one little snippet after this, but I want everybody to hear this song. Every time they see us, we kind of close. I'm taking trips, eating out, yo, 
we celebrating. I got them suckers looking at me, now they really hating. We take a self-exposure fix, and now the makes is mad. They kicking themselves in the ass, cause they from the bag. It's my treat when we eat, yo, we ballin' big. I'm trying to see what's up with us having kids. We built from scratch the perfect match, I don't know how to act. I love you, baby, he can't have you back. I see it in your eyes. I'm feeling your vibe, lady. Yeah. I see your eyes, baby. I see your eyes. I'm feeling your vibe, lady. Yeah. I see your eyes, baby. Man, there it is. There I it is, that big buddy Frank. <laughs> so hey, if you're looking for that special someone, you better add this to the playlist. Yes, if you, yes, you, if yes. you're trying to, if you're trying to hook it up with a little baby brother or baby sister, yeah, add this to the playlist. Tell her you want to see an eye. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, right. The, the one and only Skip Flanagan, everybody. Man, I appreciate it, man. I'm having fun, man. I promise. Yeah. That, so man. thank, thank you so much for being so generous yeah. with your time. Oh yeah, man. Them. Man, again, thank you to Greg, Variety Vibes Radio, the whole crew over there. Yes, indeed. This, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, the time has flown by. So a, a, any yeah. any parting parting wisdom you want to give us before we close this out? You know, one thing about it, I'm, I'm going to send a shout out to my mom. I love you, mama. I know she's going to mm. be talking crazy, but uh, I love you, mama. My little grandson, baby mama, and them all. Yeah, we, we would. Uh, but uh, one thing about life, man, this is what I used to always say. You got to be the Picasso of your life, man. You got to paint that picture. You know, you never unveil that picture until the end. You know how you go to the art show and you got the little cover on it? You know, nobody going to know you messed up. You know, nobody mm. going to know that somebody bumped into the painting and it fell on the ground. You know, the only thing they're going to see is a masterpiece. You know, I went through this, all the progressions with it, getting the artwork done, you know, making it where people could see, you know, what I was doing, I took everybody on this journey step by step, just like we're on this journey right now. You know, ain't nothing consummated yet. You know what I'm saying? So I enjoy this part. You know, I enjoy making organic friends. You know what I'm saying? Getting to know people, having people support me, having people come to my Instagram. I mean, it's a bunch of people. I swear to God, man, show me so much love, man. They, and they, they just keep me motivated because some days I be in a certain mood and they always Hey, you know, go, 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 man. I appreciate that, man, for real. So especially you, Frank, you too, Frank. You that guy, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, what I want to just say, man, everybody just keep going. You know, when you don't have people not believing in you, that's not even important. You know what I'm saying? Just keep going. Mm. Keep going. Keep going. When they say something, put another foot in front of the other. You know, we starting the year off new, but guess what, man? One day, whatever your dream is, man, the only thing that stopped that dream coming true is you stopping. Because if wow. you really got it in you, man, a champion going to keep going, man. You know, it don't matter. Timing, whatever time is just the only thing in between you and your dream is time. You know, you putting that dream together. But always do it legally. You know, that's what I want to mm -hmm. be, a legal billionaire. You know, if anybody can be a billionaire, I feel like, I can do the same thing. So that's why I push like I push and you can do the same thing. There it goes. An absolute masterclass from, from Mr. Skip Flanagan, one of a kind world-class. So thank you so much for being so generous man, with your time and your wisdom. Thank y'all, Variety Vibes family. Y'all my family now, man. You know what they say about a straight dog. 
If you feed him, he's going to hang around the house and bark at all the strangers. <laughs> hey, well, we're all clapping for you. I appreciate so, it, man. Hey, everybody watching, thank you so much. And hey, who should we interview next? Who, who can t possibly top the, the absolute masterclass we just got? Man, I don't know man. if anybody can, but hey, why, can. why not give it a can. try, right? Everybody can, man. Everybody's their own special person, man. So I love that. Know, they're going to bring their own special energy, man. Nobody's better than nobody else, man. It's just you got to do your own thing, man. That's what, even like with the music, man, everybody has an art, man. You don't try to be like nobody else. Just be yourself, man, and present that art to the people. And just like when you uncover that artwork at the show, Picasso, the masterpiece. You present that masterpiece. That's what you're trying to do in life. You present your masterpiece. And, and they always say that beauty is in the, eye, in the eye of the beholder. And what that means is this person might think it's beautiful. This person may not. But whoever mm. sees it, somebody wants some. One somebody is going to appreciate you and your art. So never give up, never change or deviate from what you do. Do you and do it better than anybody else. There it is. We're just going to end it there because there's no way we could top that. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Skip Flanagan. I appreciate your big money, Frank.